oh yeah, we had New Jack in the ring and yada yada yada, and he was always on, on something. Bitch, anybody that ever knew me knew I snorted coke before my match. How in the fuck you think I was going up 30 feet and diving off shit? Because it was just, I just felt like doing it? Come on now. Who's he got this little bell ring? <laughs> See what I did? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Dan Venti and Marcus Crespo. Yes. Welcome to Philosophy. <laughs> now we need like intro music. Yeah. And a light show and fireworks. Yeah. That we'll Indoor play. fireworks. <laughs> our, I just thought about how our interest, our, our theme music for the podcast is the most anticlimactic pro wrestling entrance music. It is. Ever. It's like, it sounds like a fat guy uh, waltzing down a street looking at bakeries. <laughs> just, a, just a fat jobber <laughs> guy that's about to lose, you know? Just like uh, pulling five, six sandwiches out of his pocket. <laughs> or just one long sandwich. Just they, eating. they actually had a wrestler that was like that. His name was he Bash. Pulled, he pulled food out? He would, he, I cheat not. Like in, Napoleon Benway. An like, old WWF, there was a wrestler by the name of Bastion Booger. Bastion Booger. Bastion I feel like that Booger. sounds familiar. Bastion Booger. He was a fat dude who wore a onesie. When he was when he wrestled for the rival company, uh, he was Norman the Lunatic. He was like a like an <laughs> escape escape mental patient guy. He was like a psychopath. Like Norman then, uh, Bates. Yeah, Norman Norman the Lunatic. Norman and the Lunatic. Then they turned him face. They turned him a good guy. Then he like he was like deranged, but he wore he had a teddy bear with him, you know, to try to appeal to kids. And then <laughs> WWE so hired him and turned him into this fat guy who literally turned down. Uh, uh, championship belt opportunities for subway sandwiches. I shit you not. Th- there was an Wait, like how so? Like he turned down the chance to get a championship to to to, to, to wrestle a guy for the opportunity for his belt. So he, they would they, they gave him a sandwich instead, and he, he passed. Would... Yeah, they buried. They completely buried that guy. Yeah, basically, I understand. Yeah, they buried. <laughs> they him. buried the actual subway guy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, so that was that was uh, that's insane. Uh, but all right, well we, we're we're talking. We are we we transitioned. We we did the uh, Montreal screw job. And that's we right. Talked about what the implications of of kayfe, which is the suspension of disbelief, to pro wrestling, and we're also doing the parallel into the world of like true crime. That's right. Uh, and so we're easing we're easing everyone in into that world. Um, we are going to talk about a gentleman by the name of New Jack. New Jack. A.K.A. Jerome Young, his real name. Um, New Jack was, he was a, he was something else. He was something else. Um, he was, he, uh, he had a full-blown psychopath. (laughs) Full-blown psychopath. Uh, very popular, very over. Yeah. Over, like, um, very popular to the fact that where he was, uh, he was basically, scouted by WCW and WWE, WWF slash WWF, but he was too much of a flight risk for them. Uh, and with good reason, because yeah. we're going to go into a little bit of that. Um, he was, but another reason why he was good, uh, besides his wrestling ability, he was tough, um, but he was good at generating what they call heat. And that is like, if you're a bad guy, if you're a heel, yeah. Uh, and you go like, look at this fat piece of crap right here. Like that's called generating heat. Okay. Well, uh, New Jack was good at generating what they call nuclear heat. 
And that is where people get so pissed they legitimately want to hurt you. Like, because... Here's so that's a, a real term, a real wrestling term, nuclear, nuclear heat. I'm okay. talking about where people, okay. Uh, one so of the, getting some, getting someone so mad, they'll break cafe and really want to hurt you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm on board. A good example would be when Hulk Hogan turned heel in like 96 at Bass of the Beach in Daytona, Florida. Yeah. And he joined the NWO. He started, he, he went from wearing a yellow bandana to a black bandana. Yeah. He, uh, so he came out, it was like this angle and they're like, who's the mystery guy for the two bad guy, the heel wrestlers, Scott Hall and Kevin Ash. So it was like, it was, I think it was Macho Man, Sting, and Lex Luger versus Scott Hall and Kevin Ash and they don't know who the third partner is. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Ash beat up everybody, you know. Was it at one point supposed to be the Shockmaster? No, that was a different angle. Okay. That was a different angle. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Continue. Oh, yeah, we'll, 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 I'll, we'll, we'll go to the Shockmaster story, too. Uh, it's some, a bonus episode. Later, later <laughs> in another episode. But uh, so then Hulk Hogan comes out, right? And everyone's like, Hulk Hogan, he's going to save the day. And then he dropped the leg drop on Macho Man, confirming that he was the third oh, bad guy. Oh, yeah. And that that ring got pelted legitimately with fucking paper cups, uh, trash. People were leg- legitimately pissed that Hulk Hogan turned bad. Yeah, I mean that's were, a, that's heartbreaking. And that, that's like that's that a, would be like Oprah coming out and being like, "I'm a you know, I'm a Muslim." <laughs> what? <laughs> I would, no, no, because like most of her fan base are like white Christian women. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So he's, she was like, "I'm a Muslim," and they're like, "I don't like her no more." I was like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> yeah, with it, that? It, did, it did sound like I was a zealot of some <laughs> yeah. sort, some fucking religious. It, it sounds like you took a real hard stance on the Middle East. Yeah, <laughs> 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 talking about Palestine. Oh, I was gonna say like uh, Oprah came out and started being mean or something, like an Ellen DeGeneres type, uh, you know? Oh, or just roasted I was people. Like, I, I was going like personality angle <laughs> I, was, no, I was just going by like based on her fan base like what would turn their yeah. fan base on her like, yeah yeah i guess it's right yeah it's yeah. probably uh she was like hey astamala malaika and they're like no nope, never mind not to cancel my subscription to o magazine <laughs> uh, so uh her the example, o network just starts playing aladdin <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't remember the words of that song it's <laughs> prince ali yeah no, one. I was singing work. Like my thing is, I do this thing where, like, I'll sing a song, yeah, and I don't even know if the words are correct. I'll just sing them, and with conviction, like I'm singing. <laughs> they're not even the right words. Just the sounds. It's just like just the sounds. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. But New Jack was epic at gaining nuclear heat, especially when he wrestled for Smoky Mountain. It was in Tennessee. So now imagine, paint the picture. You got so does nuclear. Heat, I'm sorry, does nuclear heat refer to? Is it only to for fans getting mad, or is it like other wrestlers? Like if there's they when it's other wrestlers, they refer to that as like backstage nuclear heat. Okay, nuclear heat usually so it refers just to typically refers to. Fans. It'd be like yeah, it'd be like uh like I don't know, for example uh going to a city like Borat. Uh, yes, when Borat did the UFC, made out, and made made out, out the dude, the guy that's, yeah, nuclear, that's heat, nuclear heat, where he okay. legitimately pissed people off. Okay, yeah. Um, and New Jack, he had a a uh, tag team, uh, the Gangsters. They wrestled in Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountain, Tennessee. Circuit. So it's two Tennessee black wrestlers, North Carolina. Yeah, but their their hub was their major hub was in Tennessee. Oh, the wrestling it's hub in okay. uh, Nashville, in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they yeah they did they did uh, do uh, business in North Carolina. Um, he he's he's in a tag team called the Gangsters. Yeah, 
All right. He's it's New Jack and Mustafa Ali, clearly Muslim, a yeah. Muslim based type of character. Like in the heart of Tennessee. Yeah. And <laughs> this is in 95. So this is uh, so it was just nuclear heat without it already, already already just he, anything. He, I mean, he got called. The, the, it, I do some interviews here. I have where he, uh, he talked about how he got called the N word like every day, like every week. Oh, God. But especially after this, this is where we go full circle with the quote. Uh, the quote is: "New Jack dropped this line. This is right after the O.J. Simpson trial, or after O.J. Simpson got caught with the Bronco and all that stuff like that." He goes. I'd like to send a special shout-out to my homeboy, O.J. Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. Two less we got to worry about. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is a direct quote from a, a promo line that he did in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee, right after O.J. got caught so uh, speeding with the Bronco. is nuclear that heat. Is nuclear heat. In the wow. middle of Tennessee. Tennessee is the state where the Ku Klux Klan got to start, by the way. So... That's wild. Yes. Gave zero fucks. Zero fucks. And that is literally and that's New Jack. That is the that is that is new New Jack in a nutshell. Like Wow. Yeah, you can't there's we could try to break it down, uh, but it's basically this is a, You don't this, need to break that down. Yeah, you can't. You know <laughs> that's, that's clear as day. Clear as day. That is but that was a direct quote, uh like basically uh if I the next day or days after uh, the OJ, OJ the got caught. Well, no, I think this is one or the uh, verdict. No, this is not even the verdict. It was uh, after he. Oh, just got arrested. The the uh, where the Bronco, oh, the chase, yeah. the chase, and so yeah, he drops that line, Middle Tennessee. Man. People wanted him dead. They wanted him dead, and he gave any any good fuck. Um, he so um, he had a rough life. He had a rough life. Uh, definitely, definitely some mental illness. Uh, type stuff. Um, he grew PTSD. up with uh, with friends robbing gas stations and liquor yeah. stores and jewelry stores and sporting goods stores. I read. He uh, yeah he uh, yeah he he got he got into it when he was younger. He saw his dad stab his mom five times. Right. Uh, for cheating on him. That's right. And then um, I think uh, she then he shot her in the leg. He saw that too. For for something else, and then then his dad died of a heart attack. So so just a violent dad, and then he dies. So unresolved issues. Boom. Yeah. In yeah. your formative years, you're already fucked. You know. And, yeah, a lot of violence. And then then that 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 steamrolled into like you said, uh, robbing liquor stores, jewelry stores, mm -hmm. shit like that. Uh, and then he played football. So. And he was pretty good at football, right? Yeah, he played offensive defense at North Carolina A and T. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, which is. Um, if D, I'm not D two, yeah, D two, and if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, where Drumline is based off of. Yeah, I think it's is it in a historic black college. Yeah, well, uh, I I went to Elon in North Carolina. Okay, and um, they can't. We played them in football. Did you guys ever play Mars Hill? Mm, I don't know. Okay, Mars Hill's in North Carolina. My cousin went there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, North Carolina A and T. We played them, and at halftime, they're banned. Like yeah. performed, and it was yeah. like one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. Yeah, and I think that movie Drumline is based on them. Yeah. Anyway, I just like to drop no, no, Drumline no, references. No, you're when no, possible. You're, no, you're fine because <laughs> uh, um, I remember North Carolina A&T because there's a historic black college here uh, named FAMU, uh, Florida, uh, 
Florida AMM University, mm-hmm. whatever. They're in Tallahassee, uh, and they have a, a, a badass drum line, and they compete with North Carolina A and T on in football, but also their drum their their drum line or their uh, marching I, band. I guess that's like a really serious thing. Up, I don't know. When I lived in Raleigh, my coworkers yeah. tell me about like their band days and like how competitive it was. And oh, it's yeah. it's 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 definitely That's a whole world. long history rival type thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but he 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 uh, played football for them. So now this this is all it's just it's just like um, snowball effect. Violent upbringing, violent formative years, violent um, adolescence. You play football, head injuries, head injuries, CTE you know, or whatever. And then he goes into um, uh, pro wrestling. He goes into pro wrestling. Yeah. And he derived his name New Jack from the movie New Jack City with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Mm. So that already kind of like tells you where his mental state is at. Yeah. He's like, because anybody that names their, it is a cool name. It is. And it's a good movie. It's a, it's a, it's a dope ass name, but it also tells you the type of personality yeah and what he was trying to portray going and everything. For. yeah 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 because nino brown was a fucking ruthless motherfucker oh movie. yeah yeah so uh nino is a cool name that would have been yeah yeah nino brown would have been good too mm. but yeah he named it new, he had new jack from new jack city um and then he floated around uh he he like the guy mustafa lead the guy he formed the uh, gangsters with yeah the tag team he was partner. like a jobber and like WCW. Okay. So he was like, you know, enhancement talent is what they call it now, but the term is jobber. It's like, and what, so what does jobber mean? Just a, like a, a, a knock around guy? Essentially. Yeah. You're just, I uh, don't even know what that means. The, just... Okay. The, the term jobber comes from the term doing the job, which is means, uh, let's say you're, you're the guy that everyone, we're trying to build you up as a wrestler. Yeah. Right. And so we need you to look legitimate. So we have this one guy who's good in ring. He doesn't have the physique that everyone likes, but he's a good worker. All right. So you're going to have a good match with him. He's going to make you look good. Okay. But he's going to do the job, meaning he's going to lose to you. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going to lose to you. So there's people who that's their whole job is to job. Okay. And, uh, for example, uh, Jackie Knight, who does, uh, she runs a room in St. Augustine, Florida. Yes. Her husband uh, was a wrestler by the name of Cougar J. In WCW in the late 80s. Oh, cool. In, in early 90s. And his job, he was a jobber. He was, I saw some of his old uh, matches. He was amazing. He was really good in ring, his, his ability. But he just have, didn't have the physique that the late 80s, you know, that, that chisel. Yeah, they wanted like steroid build yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But he, he wrestled all the greats. He wrestled Ric Flair. He wrestled Great Muda. He wrestled Sting. He wrestled all these. The, the, the wow, that's the cool. Doom, the Road Warriors. <clears throat> so, um what what happens is when you have someone like New Jack who's gaining steam and you want you have a jobber who's trying to get out of that position, sometimes they'll pair each other off and they'll put together people in like a tag team. That's yeah. how people get out of like um jobber purgatory is they'll form a tag team with like an upstart. Okay. Who, so they like you got your veteran status, but you're trying to get out of being a jobber. Yeah. You got so this you hot got young it. prospect. It would be like try to gain some momentum. Yeah. It'd two, be yeah. like if it'd be like a if like a hot young comic, and I'm just been just sitting in feature purgatory. Yeah, and I I formed a, like a tour, like and it happens sometimes. Yeah, you know, with comedy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they they formed the, the gangsters, and so um, New Jack had some pretty bold ideas. And the thing is, like uh, sometimes uh, good, bad news is good news. So sometimes people run with it, and wrestling has a hit a storied history. Of like people going for like really bold angles, 
there's the story about Roddy Piper. I think we talked about it where Roddy Piper painted. Oh half yeah, it. half it. Yeah, yeah. And Andre like, did the paint that can't come off. He's yeah, like, he yeah he he pranked them in and stuff like that. That's amazing. So, um, what a great prank. So the, you got two guys that are now in in Memphis. They're mm-hmm. in Memphis. I, I said Nashville earlier, but they're in Memphis. Um, and they have a tag team. They're 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 the gangsters, and they're already they already got a lot of heat just because of who they are. Yeah, yeah. And so New Jack was like, he's already unhinged. Yeah, he's, he's just gonna like, lean into it. Yeah, lean hard. I mean, and so they gained steam. They became like the number one heel team in in the whole organization. Uh, and they battled they battled like all the face guys and stuff like that. They had some pretty gnarly battles. And then uh, ECW comes around. ECW's formulate like ECW stood for Extreme Championship Wrestling, but it wasn't initially that. It was actually called Eastern Championship Wrestling. Okay. So they actually hire. They used to hire like all the they they would hire like a bunch of like has beens from WWF. Okay. Yeah. That's like that's like a theme for like most wrestling federations throughout the just eight, all WWF has beens. Well, they start out that way because yeah. you gotta you gotta get some guys that have some name. But they've just been released. Like WWF doesn't want them anymore. Yeah. Uh, so every literally every federation that has existed in contrast to WWF, that's their business model. Is like we'll 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 build up some guys, our homegrown guys, but we have to hire somebody who has a name already. So it started out as that, but once they built up their homegrown guys, the homegrown guys were like on another level. They were either just way better in the ring. They yeah. were more dynamic. Or they were like uh, more interesting, and so they were. They once they started uh, going into the extreme championship wrestling aspect, that's when uh, guys like New Jack flourished. Uh, so like New Jack's uh, claim to fame was he brought a fucking stapler gun to matches. He would, he would staple shit to people's forehead, legit. Oh, like pieces of paper, right? Yeah, or like yeah, yeah, pieces of paper. Oh sometimes you a flyer, sometimes it'd be like a dollar yeah, bill. Yeah, flyers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, and, many. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like uh, a fucking staple, a uh, uh, dollar bill. And so he uh, he got known. He was known for like carrying to the ring. At this point, I think, he would staple gun himself too, right? Yeah, just to show how hardcore he was. Like it was, it was, it was insane. That's uh, wild, one man. One of the one of the reps that he had was he was a legitimate bounty hunter uh, prior. And he like he had confirmed kills, right? Yeah. No, no. Oh, I, I, I just saw hype? an interview. I just saw an interview. I had to, I had to confirm that before we started doing this. Yeah, is I I needed to know. Um, he had an interview where uh, now he was a legit bounty hunter. Uh, he I mean traveled all over. He did it for like ten years total. So I don't think it was like consistent. Like he like probably before he started wrestling, and then like it was, I guess during Smoky Mountain maybe he was yeah. doing it, but ten years total. And during that time, though, between his aggressiveness in in ring and his reputation backstage, um, and, and also him doing his nuclear promos and stuff like that, they somebody created the rumor that he had five confirmed justifiable homicides. Okay, yeah, and I think that's what I remember here. It wasn't true, but he didn't give a fuck to correct people. Yeah, he just thought yeah, it was a good not? rep. And he just went with it for decades, like fucking wow <laughs> for decades. It's like, yeah. So that was like the claim to fame was like it, the number, the number uh, fluctuated too. it was like up to six at one point. OK. But, and then like the common thread was like four justifiable homicides. It's like uh, murder story inflation. <laughs> yeah. Mur- yeah. Murder story inflation. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, uh, and so that's what he, that's what he went by. That's what he went with. Um, and then, but he also had like a very mean streak. Um, he was known for if like he was known for being tough, but almost like kind of too tough. Like sometimes, like because in those days, like uh, it was cool. It was not cool, but it was like standard practice to take liberties with new wrestlers. Okay, like hazing a little bit? Yeah. Almost. Yeah, so like you were rougher on those guys to kind of teach them. Yeah, kind of break, break them in. But then you have someone who's unhinged like fucking New Jack was. And so, like, for example, when you have, like, let's say we're in a, we're in a match and then, like, I'm you know, you're the veteran guy and you're tagging me, like, potatoing me for real, you know, trying to toughen me up. Yeah. Well, all you know, all, it's, it's physical contact and they're grown-ass men, so, like, they're going to get prideful or like i don't know fit defensive and then they would like hit new jack back <clears throat> and then he's like oh well you hit me legit now you got a re- another receipt coming and he would take it to the fucking extreme so he would do like fucking head head chair shots and fucking legit like kendo stick shots and stuff i saw a, a chair shot uh from new jack that i think i mentioned in the last one but it, it's one of the craziest hardest chair shots i've ever seen like on a wrestling highlight yeah and it's some small looking wrestler guy so i'm guessing he's like a newer guy or just some not well i don't know yeah but he hits this dude so hard in the face and the guy just collapses and then rolls out of the ring and then just drops on the ground and it's pouring blood like i it's it's oh, not, that might, it looks what, like a movie was that was was it like a young skinny black dude no, I think he was a white dude. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but he was young. He was looked young and skinny. He was a lot smaller than New Jack. Yeah, and he hit him. I mean, he, the. I, I remember asking you about the chairs. Like, are they fake or like how does that work? Because it's with that clip in mind. Yeah. Because it's like I. I'm surprised the guy's not dead. Like I don't know. I would. I would love to find out his name and see like what happened to him. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where you're like that. That it's. Yeah, because I, I I'm trying to remember. It's insane. That might have been. Um, I don't know if that was that one incident in Jacksonville because it was an incident he had in Jacksonville. Oh, really? Yeah, Jacksonville's was, got a lot of wrestling going on. Yeah, uh, there's a long, it's long history because yeah. it, was, it was part. It was Jacksonville was the <clears throat> travel path for several uh, territories. Yeah, yeah. Like there was Florida Championship Wrestling, but then like some of the North Carolina, the other regions. Alabama, yeah, the other yeah. regions would do business, and I was like a focal point because we're in North Florida. So like uh like yeah uh, kind of central to the yeah, I think Georgia and... there was Georgia Southern Championship Wrestling there was a uh, North Carolina the you know where the Crockett promotions that later became WCW uh but yeah he dude he was <clears throat> he also was known for uh when he was in ECW once he broke away from uh the the gangsters uh they they separated I think, I think Mustafa Ali I think he had some like he was a veteran wrestler before New Jack got started. Okay. So their shelf life is very limited, especially in those days. So when they joined together, he was already well into Yeah. Yeah. And so and then and then New Jack broke off, became a singles guy. Uh he was popular. One of the things also was when he was still in ECW at that point? At this point, yeah. Well he was in he was in ECW to its end. Okay, yeah. I remember when, him being in that for a really long time. Yeah, he, he was in... he was like one of the OGs and then he stayed until its end. When they got bought out by WWE, I don't think WWE wanted him because he was too much of a flight risk at that point. Yeah, he was no, he was just known for being t- too much of a loose cannon. Like, yeah, um, understandably. Yeah, <laughs> and so, uh, <clears throat> uh, fuck, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, 
Oh, he he when he wrestled when he wrestled his his music would play during the entirety of the match. Oh, really? Yeah. So he his his that's something song, he requested. I uh that that was that was what he wanted. Yeah. And so it was it was natural uh natural born killers by Ice Cube. Oh right, yeah. And he that played during the duration of his matches. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that was another thing. It was ECW. They didn't care about copyright issues because another guy was a wrestler by the name of Sandman, who was also known for being very hardcore. And he would literally come through the crowd and like crack beer cans on his forehead until he bled. And he played Interest Sandman by Metallica the, oh, whole, wow. the whole time to the ring. And none of them had the fucking rights to that shit. You know, <laughs> people playing like Beatles music, like really, yeah, really like, taking advantage. <laughs> <laughs> the. Um, but yeah, so they they uh, there was a couple teams in WC. I mean ECW. There was um, when he was still with the tag with, with the gangsters. They they uh, fought against uh, Public Enemy. Which That's is, right. Yeah, uh, they had hard hardcore matches. I think Weezer actually has a line in the song El Scorcho. Oh yeah, where he talks about uh, Rocco Rocker, Johnny Grunge, leg dropping New Jack through a table. And it was in reference to a, an issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated that had that. That was on the cover. That was on the cover of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's he's forever. Is that the line? I, I know. I love that song. Yeah, there's a line. Yeah, he talks about, I think it's like Johnny Grunge leg drops New Jack through a table or something like that. It's, Watching Grunge leg drop New Jack through a press table. It's in the, in the, in the in hmm. song El Scorcho. I think it's off Pinkerton. Yeah, it's on Pinkerton. Definitely. Yeah. I got to re-listen to it and. Yeah, Listen so yeah, I, I I was looking at facts that I remember hearing that. I'm like, Wait, is, he, is he talking about ECW? Yeah, the fucking Weezer song, Weezer yeah. trivia. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so he was he was known for being like a fucking uh, brawler. He was he was like we were talking about Kfa how how Kfa was like you know f- scripted matches. Well, yeah, most of New Jack's matches. I don't even think even with the 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 advent of Kfa or the destruction of Kfa. It had, it, it's blood. It's fucking gore. Yeah, know? like he was There's actually no, hurting people. He was really hurting people. And then, and then, if you couldn't handle it, um, he would expose you. You know, essentially. But that also led to several major, major incidences, uh, because, like I said, the the whole like when you tag me or something in a match or shoot on me or like potato me was all our terms for like getting hit for real. Yeah. His receipt, which is the payback for that action, was always so extreme. So uh, one of the big incidents was the mass transit incident. You know any any of that? You wanted to elaborate? Yeah, so um, I'll tell you what I know, and then you could just kind of color okay. it in. But I know that um, some guy didn't show up or couldn't wrestle or something for yeah, some reason. Yeah, uh, Axel Rotten. Axel Rotten, and then a 17-year-old guy... Um, <clears throat> convinced the promoter that he was 21 and yeah. said he trained under a wrestler named killer kowalski yeah who was known for like he, he's the guy who trained uh triple h okay yeah and then so he convinced him to let him wrestle new jack and uh the kid uh, the 17 year old kid said uh told new jack to cut him before the match yeah he said he wanted to be cut for real and new jack said it wasn't a good idea but he went. He, they they went through with it anyway, and they started wrestling. Well, you take it from here because I don't want to yeah. cloud the actual event. No, you no, you're fine. The, I, mean, <laughs> you, I mean, the the 
basically the basis of what you just described is what happened. It was like, yeah, he he basically he basically fake ID his way into a fucking wrestling match. Yeah, uh, yeah. which would With never one happen. Of the craziest now. yeah people to ever do it. Yeah, would never <laughs> would never happen now. Uh, but his name uh, Eric Kulas, and he went by Mass Transit. Okay, he's a big boy. Yeah, he big was. Boy. He looked like he massive. So they there was like a like a he looked like, like a water balloon. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He was. Yeah, he wasn't even like. He was like an oval, like he was like he looked like a football, like oh, a human God. football. Ah, it was, and, and so he he wanted to do a blade job, is what they call it when they come. Okay, in. um, and a lot of times, like the blade jobs are very subtle. Like, uh, you ever see the wrestlers? They have um, oh tape, tape in their tape. The they'll have a razor blade, blade, in, razor blade in, in the tape, and, and then they would go like that and like just do like a yeah, like if I punch you, and you're like oh hold the head, and then they're like jab, boom. yeah, and it, a lot of times it's already a there's already a cut. There's already a cut on your forehead, and they'll just tap that, and then it you know bleeds. Gotcha. Well, he wanted a more extreme blade job apparently, and New Jack delivered the goods, and he cut it wrong, and he like, and it with a surgeon's scalpel, right? Yeah, not not a normal like. Normally, it's like a uh, like a little straight razor, straight razor or something. yeah. Yeah, and it's like tape that, but he's a fucking surgical. He would like hold people's heads and like surgeon scalpel their forehead right yeah it was fucking yeah but he dug too deep and he just did it wrong and he just bled like a stuffed pig he cut two arteries in his forehead yeah i read yeah he yeah he i mean he but he cut super deep like yeah with, the, with normally the normal blade you could cut that deep and it'll be fine but this was like a sur- surgical precision blade that he's using and he fucking cut through two arteries and um yeah so like he had he received 50 stitches and then um, several years later, he he died from like a gastric bypass surgery. Mm. Um, yeah, and, he developed depression and like an eating disorder. Yeah, after I mean, the but if you, right? if you saw him in the match, he was already a big, big, big boy. Yeah, his parents tried to sue New Jack and ECW for and like blame that, for yeah. damages. You know, like he's the reason. If you see him, it's like shocking that he's seventeen. You could see where he could have lied his way in because he's he's he, massive. He's, he's huge. Huge he's a kid. huge like um and he's he yeah so he must have had like an eating thing before that you know yeah um and then i don't know about depression but yeah it's crazy he um i just saw he was someone his mom or his dad or someone was screaming he's only 17 from the crowd yeah uh, while oh they're... no, that, that was a uh, Kip Winger. From oh, okay. The, the, the band Winger. Uh-huh. He's only a seventeen. <laughs> Winger rocks. <laughs> it reminds me of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that was that was one of the first major. Because that was a, I think in '96. So like it was a real quick turnaround. So like 94, 95, they were in Smoky Routin, joined ECW. Then he broke off from uh, his tag team partner. Then he was a singles wrestler, like, you know, going against all these hardcore guys, you know, and stuff like that. And so Axel Rotten, the guy who was supposed to wrestle him, was another fucking, it, the, the dude's forehead looked like a testicle. It was so scratched and scarred from all the blade jobs he's done, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that guy couldn't make it for undisclosed reasons, and so they needed a fill-in, and this big, poor, fat bastard comes in there. It's like, I can wrestle New Jack. And like, Please cut me. And bleeding all over the place. And Yeah. So then 
there's like rough looking uh, you footage on YouTube. You could see oh, of the actual true. match. I don't think you show them like it's they show the camera like pans into the crowd and like New Jack is like beating someone up and then someone else is in the ring. Yeah. And by the time the camera goes back to the ring, the 17 year old dude is like unconscious or whatever, like on the ground. Yeah, because he almost bled out. Yeah, yeah, you don't see what happened to Ugh. him or whatever, but like, and then he, you see him like screaming and like trying to sit up and stuff, and like, yeah. Then you just see it cuts to a little while later, like a first aid person helping him, yeah, like attending to his forehead, I guess, or trying Ugh. to like all the blood. And New Jack gets on the microphone and said, "I, I hope this fat piece of shit bleeds to death." Yeah, yeah. W- which more nuclear heat? Nuclear. That's, that's all. He was. He was, a, he was like, I would say he was the, the king. There was other guys that were known for that, like uh, Roddy Piper in the eighties was. Whew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he uh, he was in like Los Angeles. Uh, I think they talked about this on on one of uh, Dark Side of the Ring or something like that. But I've known about it for years. Where he uh, he was in Los Angeles, where uh, Eddie Guerrero's family it was like the king of like the Los Angeles re- uh, territory. Oh, okay, and so. Uh, he knew there was mostly Mexicans in the audience that yeah. were there to support the Guerreros. And he goes, uh, Roddy Piper used to play bagpipes. And he goes, <laughs> I'm going to play the Mexican national anthem. And then he proceeds to play La Cucaracha on the bagpipes. <laughs> so there was guys they that were, were doing... probably booing. Yeah. And booing then, like crazy. And then another, another thing that was very known in the South was uh, if there was a very popular black wrestler. Yeah. Um, the bad, the hill wrestler. Would would play the angle of being like calling him boy, or stuff like that. Oh wow! Yeah, there was a there was a lot of that too. So uh, it's nothing new, but he amped it up to eleven. Yeah, you know, like like he just bladed this kid almost to death. He's like, I don't give a shit. Fuck this fat piece of shit. <laughs> Literally yeah. said like, I good hope, job, OJ. I hope he bleeds to death. Yeah, yeah. And so like he he was just known for that. Um, the next incident was um, it was. A payback, a legitimate, like, like I said, a receipt. Uh, there was a wrestler by the name of Vic Grimes. He had a hardcore match, and they did this spot. Um, you know, if you ever been to an arena and they have like the where the in the entry, like if you watch a basketball game, you know where the wrestlers, the 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 basketball players come out. Yeah, the tunnel. The tunnel. Well, they were doing this spot where they were wrestling on top of a like tunnel area. Okay. And it was like tables and stuff. Yeah. And Vic Grimes was the guy. And he did a spot, and he botched the spot, and uh, New Jack legitimately landed on the arena floor, hit his head. Uh, he suffered, uh, like, basically, like, head injury. I think he had, like, bleeding on the brain at one point or something. Yeah, so for people who have never seen it, and again, you can see it on YouTube, um, yeah. they uh, are, like, 30 feet in the air, yeah. and uh, they are trying to... Uh, they're supposed to jump off or drop off this thing. They're supposed, yeah, they're supposed to land. I think they're supposed to land on some tables. You, that's what table tables have been very big in wrestling as as like um, almost like crash pads. Okay, they serve as crash pads. Have you ever seen like hardcore matches? Yeah, all these tables because it breaks the fall, it breaks the yeah, momentum. Yeah. Well, he bossed it, and they I think they overshot the table. Well, the, he the guy, not New Jack, the other guy didn't yeah. want to go. He kept saying no, and New Jack was saying to him, "We have to do this. It's on pay per view. Like we, we yeah. have to go." And the hesitation caused them to overshoot or something like that. Right. So New Jack kind of jumps off and pulls him with him. Yeah. So um, as he jumps off and pulls him, New Jack falls first and pulls him down. So the guy 
So New Jack ends up underneath the other guy, and the guy lands on New Jack's head. Like, his body lands on New Jack's Oh, okay, and okay. He gets a... He was leaking brain fluid out of his ears. Yeah. And nose and stuff. Like, he had, like... <laughs> he was, like, uh, got real messed up. But, yeah. I and remember, it, it's shocking to see, because it's really... And then that just furthers a dude who's already... <laughs> He's already got head injuries. He said he like got, went blind for like a couple of weeks in his left eye. Like he <laughs> he he talked about the injury in an interview. Yeah. I pulled him down on top of me, and I hit that first table. He did his flip, and he caught up with me, and his back ended up against my head, and it slammed my head against the floor, and it cracked my skull, and I had brain fluid coming out my nose and my ears, and I got nerve damage in my right eye, and I can't see out of my right eye right now. And I would never be able to see out of my right eye again in my life. And I have short term. My memory is about two or three days old. And I get headaches. And sometimes my eyes get like bloodshot like they are now. For no reason. Then I go three or four days and I don't sleep. Hey, but that's part of New Jack being New Jack. Um, yeah. And he never he's just ever... casual about it. He's like, "Yeah, I was leaking brain fluid." Yeah, and it, but he, it, he's it's so weird. crazy. In the interview, he was he was very uh, he had per, he permanently blinded uh, in his right eye. Oh, right eye. Okay. Um, yeah, brain damage, broken leg, skull fracture, permanent insomnia. Permanent insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about yeah. He just like would never sleep. Got re- terrible headaches. Uh. So uh. So he recovers from that, and he eventually has a rematch with Vic Grimes. Uh, and uh, Vic Grimes has a receipt coming, and it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. They had a scaffold match, which is already dangerous, but then you throw in New Jack, and it's <laughs> it's it's a territory for a homicide or attempted homicide in this case. Uh, so uh, they were they were supposed to do an angle. They had, like I said, they had a bunch of tables in the middle of the ring, so they were going to do an angle where. Uh, New Jack was going to throw Vic Grimes off the scaffold through fucking like what well, I think it was like four or five tables stacked. So it was that was intended to break the fall. It was going to hurt like hell still, but it was good. It was intended to break the fall. Uh, New Jack still pissed off from, you know, you know permanent blindness and insomnia. Uh, decided to break script uh, and said, fuck the tables and just yeet on them. <laughs> fucking just I don't you have you seen this clip. Oh yeah, I, okay. and I've heard him talk about it. He said, "I think he said he was aiming for the concrete." Yeah, he was aiming. He was. He was. He was aiming to kill him. Yeah, he didn't care. He. He. he you know. He, he's. A, it's. He's in the. They're in the roof. Like. Like. If yeah. you've never seen the clip, they're so high up. It's and he just throws him like like you're tossing someone out of a like Carlton or like Jad, DJ yeah, Jazzy out the Jeff mansion. out the mansion the, <laughs> yes. the front door just no care just eat. and Boom. then and he falls from it's so high up but go ahead yeah and, and uh, he I, he was aiming for the concrete or the turnbuckle yeah like two of the, two of the hardest places just trying to kill him just, just no fucks given and uh luckily for old Vicky Grimes there uh he fucking hit the ropes you know, I think he like f- fucked up his ribs or something like that. Yeah, he like bounced. Yeah, I mean, what a lucky, lucky. Oh no, he he clipped the table. There was like there was like twelve tables total in the ring. They were in the ring, right? Yeah, yeah. he clipped he clipped two of the tables, and that helped break his fall. 
Because even with the even if he went straight into the ropes, that would have fucked him up real yeah. bad. So he clipped the table and then he landed on the ropes instead of the turnbuckle or instead of the concrete, and that's literally what saved him. Uh, and <laughs> fucking uh, yeah, he 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 basically wanted to yeah he was gonna throw him into the turnbuckle head first is what he, he was trying to do. Okay. I read that right here. Yeah, he wanted he didn't care. It was just it was that was his receipt for the fucking arena four fall folly yeah. or whatever. Um. Yeah, yeah, and then I, they nothing. I mean, no suspension. Nothing. It was. I mean, I, I guess. I guess that, that was the that was like par for the course for ECW. Was like just the dangerous matches. I mean, he probably got. He probably went through. I think we mentioned it. Wrestlers Court. You yeah. Know? And uh, but that was about it. They. I mean, ECW was like a wild west in those days. Was it? Was the um when when he did the knife thing was that ECW or was that an independent circuit? It looked real more um independent from the which, footage. Which one? The um. So there was a match. Um... Oh no, no, that was independent. That's the Jacksonville one. Okay, that's the Jacksonville one. It was uh, and then Gypsy Joe was also independent too. Okay. Uh, and so I, I, we're gonna get to Gypsy Joe now. Uh, cause now, cause that, just the timeline. So, uh, Vic Vic Grimes, uh, the scaffold receipt for the head injury thing. That was in '99. Okay. So now, now we're getting into 2000. 2000. Uh, 2000. WWE has now purchased ECW. Okay. ECW is is now a property. Do they of, keep a lot of the wrestlers? They or? did. Yeah. They kept a lot of wrestlers that they can use for marketing purposes, or weren't flight risk, or that were okay with jobbing to the other WWE guys. Yeah. You yeah. know, Vince was very. Petty. He's yeah. like, no, my guy. Let Stone Cold Austin, Steve Austin, kick you in the face. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was just like he was very. He was very. So guys like New Jack and some of the other guys that didn't have the like uh, there was a uh, like Axel Rotten and some of these other guys. They're either too old, too broken, didn't have the look, you know, or they were too risky. And so New Jack fell in the category of too risky. So he did the independent circuit, and the independent circuit was. ECW, but with, without the fanfare, kind of. Right. He was the reason, like, any of these shows were, like, uh, popular. So, he like, they, like, so he wrestled a lot of these, like, um, almost like, I call them, like, wrestling gunslingers, you know? And one of the, <laughs> one of these guys was a guy named Gypsy Joe. And they put me in a match against this old dude that's about 400 years old named Gypsy Joe. No. And Gypsy Joe, you ain't seen that? I heard about it. Die whoop that motherfucker silly. Who was like fucking I think it's I think he was sixty something. He was like sixty eight years old. No, oh. sixty nine years old. Oh my god. And this guy this guy almost exclusively wrestled because uh, the guy looked like shit. He was built you know the aliens from Men in Black? Yeah. Those little he was built like that. He was fucking <laughs> built terribly ter but he was tough as now. They said tough as leather. And so he wrestles New Jack, who's got his own reputation. And the first minute or two, I was trying to work with him, and then he headbutted me in my nose. And it sounded like somebody picked up a piece of meat and threw him on the floor. He's like, Psh! I'm like, this motherfucker did not just. And then he started chopping me with his fist in my neck. And I still tried to work with him. But then something just snapped. And even though those hardcore matches, there's still supposed to be some give like you're supposed to what they call sell like if i fake punch you you're supposed to take it or even if it, even if it's a real punch you're supposed to act like yeah yeah he was no yeah. selling new jack 
the whole match. Oh, okay. So when New Jack hit him, now, now mind you, just Gypsy Joe could take a punch. He's 69 years old, but he could take fucking, he can go. So he, New Jack is like fucking potatoing him for real, and dude's not selling real punches. Wow. And that pissed New Jack the fuck off. Because <laughs> now he's like, oh, he's doing business for himself. Remember we talked about that in the last yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. He's in, he's, in, he's in business for himself. So uh, imagine you being the audience. You're watching New Jack, who's this gangster dude, versus, uh, I don't know, fun Uncle Joe. The 69-year-old man. <laughs> With cowboy boots and no Someone knee pads. Two years into retirement. <laughs> Fucking uh, Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon, you know, <laughs> and then you proceed to see this gangster dude beat the living shit out of this 69 year old. He hit him with a bat. I am I am known as one of the most hardcore and it's, you know, violent, whatever, whatever, diving off stuff ever in the history of this sport business. And then you got this 97 year old dude that was around. When gas was twelve cent a gallon, and Jesus and Moses were tag teaming, and then he gonna think he gonna get in the ring and try to handle me, I almost killed Joseph Joe. Man, I got a baseball aluminum bat with some barbed wire wrapped around and whooped his ass. He hit him with legit stiff chair shots, to the point where he, I mean, like cracking him, cracking him, whack, 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 whack. He, basically, he his intention was just to keep like knock him out because he was getting too pissed off with. Him not selling any of his offense. Oh my god! Yeah, so he uh, was it? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, headbutted too. Joe headbutted uh, New Jack legit, like headbutted him, and then wasn't selling any of his offense. So he hit him with a baseball. I seen the video. He hit him with a baseball bat. Um, I mean, just like outside, and people are like, he's sixty nine years old, and he's like, go fuck yourself. And Everyone just yells the age of the person he's <laughs> killing. He's just, he's seventeen years he's old. Beating the shit. He's sixty nine years old. And I got I gotta give it to Fun Uncle Joe. He took a lot of that shit, like like the first couple of like bat shots and shit. He was taking it. That's incredible. I mean, I gotta look it up. I gotta yeah, look it's it, it's it's insane. Um. And it oh it, one of the baseball bats was wrapped in barbed wire, I, yeah. of course yeah. It, it, <laughs> Why this, wouldn't it be? And then oh and another thing was uh this is this is a, a quote was uh while that was happening people were getting mad and so they're getting mad at New Jack and they're calling him the N word. Oh no! And uh, here's a quote: The more they call me, and he he actually says it, but the more they call me the N word, the angrier I got, and the more I beat the guy up. Oh, poor Uncle, <laughs> poor Joe. <laughs> Your racism's name? doing this. Gypsy Joe. Gypsy Joe. Poor Gypsy Joe, yeah. man. The uh, crowd just. <laughs> oh my god! That. Oh shit! That has to be so terrifying. What? Just imagine just being in like just being in a wrestling match. I mean, I guess those guys are just I don't know, just to be like in a wrestling match where you're supposed to be like we're supposed to be like working together and selling yeah. this and then the person you're wrestling is like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to like uh kill you because I don't like how you're doing it. Like yeah. you know? Yeah. If just because you're you're you know, you're just in a you're supposed to be in a fake situation, a controlled situation and you're like trying to you can't just stop and be like, hey, everybody, this guy's a psychopath. Yeah. Like, we have to stop it, like, or run. I wonder if people ever just ran away. Uh, there, There is. We're, we're Another episode we're going to do, we're going to talk about Bruiser Brody. Okay. Which was another legit, like, badass guy from the late 80s. 
who is also known for uh, kind of doing business for himself in the ring. Yeah. Um, and there's a match that he had with uh, well, he he had a match with another guy, and he was legit like he went he fucking went rogue in the match, and it was a steel cage match, and the <laughs> this the steel cage match was like um, whoever jumped outside first won. Well, he's beating the shit out of the guy legit, and the other wrestler just hopped over the fence and said, "Fuck it." And I mean, he won the match technically, yeah. but he just he, he did just legitimately escaped the other guy. Wow. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and but he was known for he, that guy, and and there's a whole bunch of wrestlers throughout the, especially the '80s and, and early '90s that were known uh, for um, if someone didn't do what they were supposed to do in the in a ring. They fucking potatoed him legit. Like, get it together, fucking kid. Like, you know that type of thing. Oh, okay, kind of. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a pretty recent one uh, with Brock Lesnar. He's wrestling this big ass dude named uh, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is legit, like six eight, three hundred twenty pounds. Used to be a strong man. Like a he, he was he was like uh he competed in the Andre the uh, no um world strongest man Arnold the Arnold classic. oh Arnold yeah Arnold, Arnold classic, classic yeah. like that type of thing. And they're having this match, and it's like Brock Lesnar, who's Brock Lesnar, and Braun Strowman. And Braun Strowman picks him up, and he legitimately goes to deliver a knee shot to Brock Lesnar's face, and he gave him a real one, a fucking knee, like to the face. And this is how fucking tough Brock is. Brock took this knee strike from a six foot eight, uh, fucking 320 pound, uh, uh, world strongman type person. In stride, just like got pissed off, and then he proceeded to legitimately pancake this dude, like a fucking. That would have probably knocked both of us out. The, the other oh, guy, yeah. the other guy, literally got rocks, and then uh, you hear Brock Lesnar go, "Slow the fuck down," which is meaning like you're, you're going too fast. That's where you're fucking up. Like yeah, you're supposed yeah. to pace yourself, and so that's just a common thing. Well, then you had guys like New Jack who, um, you know punched in the face well he's like oh i'm gonna stab you i'm gonna stab you five times instead so what happened with gypsy joe uh well uh gypsy joe he was fine he was, he was I mean, fine he, relatively he, i i don't know i don't know his whereabouts now he's probably dead by now so it was just like an uh, infamous incident because he just beat the shit out he of him beat the shit out of gypsy yeah. joe. um and and there's 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 like story there's stories of that for days there's um in japan there's a couple of them where like they um was it um there was a guy named the Great Antonio, and uh, the Great Antonio. This was like in the seventies. The Great Antonio was this big guy who was known for being tough. He had the physique of a fucking polar bear, though. He was fucking terribly built, and he wrestled this uh, great, this legendary wrestler in Japan named Antonio Inoki, who actually started New Japan Pro, which is the current uh, wrestling federation. And so they had this match. And, and the great Antonio is no selling the shit out of all of the uh, Antonio Noki's offense. And Antonio Noki's like, fuck this shit. And then he proceeds to fucking take him to the ground and then head stomp him like 12 times. Oh. Yeah. Just like, just boom. He's just like, he's squishing grapes for wine. Like, just. Oh my God. <laughs> Almost like that. Like a less violent version of that scene from Drive, you know, in the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Like a less violent version of that, though. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So that, that, so New Jack was known for that. Like, and this, this incident was probably the last known major violent incident with uh, New Jack. Cause I think most at this point, a lot of places weren't weren't willing to work with them anymore. 
Uh, Wait, what about the the knife thing? This is where I'm getting to. Oh, okay. This, yeah, this is it, outside of Jacksonville. So I was, I think it was in Baldwin. Oh, okay. A Baldwin or um, maybe McClinney. Uh, so there was an organization called Thunder Wrestling Federation. Thunder Wrestling Federation. And so there was a wrestler by the name of Jason Lane. And they, uh, they like, basically the, the, the dude was trying to, like, make a name for himself. And so he was a younger guy. And so he decides to fucking stiff shot, real punch, New Jack several times in the match. And New Jack's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and so it pissed him off. And then at that point, uh, New Jack was like, he was, they were, I don't even think they were, they were in a hardcore match. It was just Yeah, a, I think it was just a regular, regular match. Regular match. And this kid uh, decides to go in for business for himself. And try to like I, I don't know I guess maybe knock out New Jack, not knowing that New, New Jack's just a certified fucking psychopath, and New Jack said fuck this, and he had a fucking like blade or like it was like a piece of metal, and he's just prison shanked this motherfucker, <laughs> just prison he prison shanked him. Yeah. We get in the ring, we lock up, he punched me in the eye, and he punched me in the jaw, and I grabbed him and we hooked up. He tried to pick me up and dump me. And I pulled, I had a blade, about an eight inch blade in my pocket, in my pan. I pulled out, I started stabbing him. He stabbed him multiple times in like the side and then in the head. He's just like, stab, stab, stab. Yeah, you see, there's footage of this also. Yeah. Um, and you see him, he just reaches, it's like a cargo pocket of his pants. And yeah, he, just, he, he always wore, he always wore like, um, or uh, shorts or whatever. Like he, yeah, he, or, or what they call, they're called BDU pants. They're like what SWAT team guys wear. I used to wear them when I worked small security. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they got those pouchy pockets. The pouchy yeah. pockets. Yeah. Yeah. They're called uh, BDUs. He was wearing like a BDU style pant. And yeah. And he just using camouflage the... color though. Yeah. And he just starts stabbing the dude. Like with their mid wrestling, he just has him in like a hold, and he's just like starts stabbing him in the back. And what well, I love side. how he just had, how he just had that shard of metal in the fucking car. Yeah. He just has it. Because <laughs> why not? You know, you know Jack. Yeah, uh, he stabbed overall. He stabbed him nine times. Oh my god! Nine times, uh, and then th this is where his, like he was booked very sparingly for the next couple years until his like retirement. This was in two thousand four. Mm -hmm. uh, he was booked for uh, he stabbed him nine times. He was uh, felony charges for uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated assault to commit murder. God damn! Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Okay, here's what it is. They, they actually met prior to the match to use the piece of metal. Or at least that's what New Jack told police. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like leaking on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he told police. Um, he's like, yeah, we planned this. Look at him. Yeah. Look, he's enjoying it. And then even... That's even, crazy. And then even after he was... Booked sparingly for the next couple of years before his retirement. Like, like technically, technically he retired in like 2014, 2015. And then he was like doing a comeback type of thing. Like he actually was right before he died. He was actually getting ready to do some like uh, pop up spots, like, you know, in like the independent circuit and stuff like that post COVID, you know. Um, but they interviewed him uh, after the Crispin Wall incident. 
Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, oh no! Mm-hmm. Is there a quote? Oh, there's several. There's several. Is there um, some nuclear heat coming? <laughs> oh fuck! Well, this is why he would never work for WWE uh, ever. He would never be brought in. Brace to, yourselves, fools! <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so they uh, they had him on a shoot interview. Uh, they had the Iron Sheik and the Honky Tonk Man, which is already Iron Sheik's Twitter is unbelievable, and um, <laughs> they talked about the double murder suicide of Chris Paul, which will another thing we will also discuss yeah, later. That might be the finale. And um, he he basically just, he described that that nothing in his mind could excuse Benoit for what he done because they were playing the angle of steroids and head trauma and all yeah. that stuff like that. Uh, and then he goes, anybody in WWE or elsewhere defending Benoit. From scrutiny, they're hypocrites. And then he goes into, uh, he talks about how people used to shit on ECW before mm-hmm. WWE bought them, about how violent they were, and then uh, in the drug use, you know. And he goes, "Why I was there, only one person died, whereas in the WWE they were averaging three a year." Wow. Yeah. And then he accused, <laughs> then he accused Vince McMahon. Of murder and then falsifying drug tests. Which is probably right. It's probably correct. Yeah. But that was just that was just New Jack. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because taking on Vincent Man in an interview like that, that's like career suicide. But Oh yeah, yeah. He but he just didn't care. He, you know. Holy um, shit, man. But it also it, it, it was also That's actually the, not as so I was going in thinking he was gonna say some wild shit. He actually went in with like going against WWE, he play, you know. I mean, he. It was. I thought wild. he was going to say some heinous shit about the family, or so. I don't know. Oh, I, no, I wouldn't no. know what I was expecting. Oh, like again, this we get yeah, that dumb yeah. bitch and that retarded. Kid. Oh, sorry. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> edit. Oh, edit. Yeah, no, no. But I mean, that's 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 something I was thinking that he would have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it's course. something that because I, I didn't. Unfortunately, his son have like autism or something. I don't know. Yeah, he had he had autism. He had, he was on the spectrum. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is why I said that. I, didn't know, I just knew that yeah. he. Um, I just knew about the murder, and then that he hung himself on yeah. a weight bench, right? Yeah, we'll we'll get, we'll actually discuss that more. But like, yeah, yeah. My bad for saying that earlier. That's I was just doing my impersonation of what I thought New Jack would have said <laughs> if you're trying to guard a it's nuclear cool. heat. They get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, that was also indicative of how New Jack was starting to become in his later years before he passed away. Um, like he got married, he had like five kids. He had oh. five kids before he died. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he yeah he he was married and everything. Um, also, little known fact, uh, New Jack dabbled in stand up comedy. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's so. This is where I first. Uh, I was telling you, I heard him on the Legion of Skanks podcast. Yeah, uh, New Jack was a guest on there like years and years ago. It was probably like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, and he was great on there. It was really. Uh, I mean, it was wild um, to hear him, but yeah, uh, that's why after I listened to that episode, I went home and looked up his highlights and it's got all these incidents that we talked about. Um, there's footage of a lot of it and you just can't believe it's real. It's like it, it looks like a bad guy, like a like if you made a wrestling movie, if you had a villain. Yeah, he's like a like a, a perfect villain because he's it's uh, wrestling's like so crazy to begin with. And then yeah. we're talking about some like wild stuff that's happened and he's like a exclamation point um on like the dark side you know yeah i feel like i I don't know i wonder if is how people in the actual industry feel about like other wrestlers felt about him 
you know i know like we talked about haku like people were like legitimately yeah afraid of him i wonder how people felt about new jack oh i mean it was it was people that like well the thing was with with new jack is <clears throat> he was cool if you treated him with respect um, yeah uh if you deviated from that or you tried to do business for yourself or you try to make him look like shit you know what i mean uh, then he that's when things got a little out of hand. Yeah. Uh, but he was I mean, he was a good worker. He was a good worker. He wasn't he wasn't like what they call technically sound. He he didn't he didn't, he wasn't going to do all these fucking arm bars and stuff like that. He was a brawler, you know. Yeah. And uh, so he worked in the well in the confines of that. But he could take bumps and stuff. Um, and most of the guys backstage were cool. with him. It's just like. You know, if you cross the boundary with him, then he was going to let you know in the most extreme way that don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so he did stand up. He, he did. Yeah, he did stand up. Actually, um, the crazy thing is he did. He, I remember before I moved there, he actually came through Orlando because Central Florida is like a hub for pro wrestling between Daytona and Tampa. Uh, the performance center for WWE is there now in mm. Orlando. Um, they they wrestle in Tampa every once in a while. A bunch of wrestlers live in Tampa. A bunch of wrestlers uh, live in W uh, in Daytona. Mm. Um, and at during that time, uh, a lot of wrestlers would. There's a bunch of indie promotions that run through there, and so I think during that time, I think this was one, I wouldn't say 2010 or something like that. Uh, there was an indie promotion that booked uh that booked New Jack. And then he came to like the improv, and he wanted to do some stand up. Oh, cool! And like, and all the you know, a lot of a lot of uh, comics are wrestling fans. I came myself. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, oh hell yeah! And so uh, also comics are also known for just like asking stupid questions. And one of the guys was like, the way he was asking New Jack questions, I think ruffled New Jack's uh, feathers a little bit. Do you and know he what almost, he was asking him? He was just, well, he was asking about incidents, but he was asking in, in like a cynical way. Oh. And um, he, <laughs> I guess he almost got into it with New Jack. Oh, shit. Yeah, he almost got into like a, like, uh, and then that caused another guy to jump into the fence of the other comic. And then him and that, that dude almost got into it with New Jack. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, and then finally, the the there was another guy, who was a third per, a, th- a third comic, who's a little bit bigger than the other two, and he was like, he's like, we'll go. I'm not afraid of you. I don't care who you are. I don't care because that dude, I know that guy, and that guy like grew up fist fighting people, getting mugged and shit. Like he grew up in a real rough environment. Yeah. So they both grew up in a very similar environment. So he was like, I don't care. He is like, you. I'll fight. I don't care. Yeah. And then I I, I think. New Jack saw the the other two guys seemed like cowards to New Jack, whereas the other guy was like, "I'll go," and then and then uh, basically, New Jack saw that and was like, "I like you. I like I like your I like what you I like this." And then <laughs> next thing you know, uh, they, like the, the the beef was squashed. You know, he's like, "All right, you guys are pussies, but like you know, respect for standing up for yourself still." You know, because they were like, "I'll fight you," but they were like, "You know how like someone does." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the other guy was like, "Let's go," you know. And so it then it turned into from from what they were telling me it turned into like them hanging out and having beers with Dujack. Oh, that's awesome! Like, but yeah. So 
And that's the only story I knew that, that, that where it got potentially violent. Most of the stories were like, yeah, he came here and he told us the stories about the uh, justifiable homicides. Some of the people were like, yeah, he told us it was fake. And then other people were like, no, he told us it was real, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that. So it was just him, like, just passing on his legend. But, like, uh, he it was he wasn't in the ring. It was no physicality needed. So he was doing stand-up. He was doing open mics. And they they were like, how was he? Was he funny? And they were like, eh. <laughs> like, I mean, does he have to be? Yeah. No. You know, it's like any of the wrestlers. There's I, a bunch of wrestlers. I feel like the crowd would just be terrified. You'd just be like, like or just fast nervous laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine like, him bombing? I need you motherfuckers to laugh. Like, yeah. right, we'll start laughing. We'll start thinking. You're great. As he pulls out a shank of metal from yeah. his cargo pocket, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's crazy. But, yeah, that was uh, essentially New Jack in a nutshell. He was he kind of revolutionized certain things. Um, you know, um, like there was, a, there was a certain style things that he talks about it in some of his interviews where he felt like WWE uh, lifted some of his gimmicks. Some of the, like some oh, of the, okay. Lifted some of his style. Yeah. And they, they gave it to other wrestlers. Like safer wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. And because they you didn't. You hear about that a lot in Hollywood. Like, yeah. Um, you, whether it's like comedians or whatever. But yeah, people kind of like wa- a watered down version of like, yeah, you know. Yeah, a more palatable, easier to market yeah. version, and so they give them certain like they'll pilfer, and it happens. It happens a lot in the indies. Um, I mean, it happened in the eighties all all day before the internet age, you know, where you had like a in an independent circuit guy or a guy who's in a lesser known territory. Yeah, and he's doing things a certain way, or he's got to move. That was another thing was like, uh, go, go like certain moves were what they call protected, mm. um, and it's like for example. Uh, the best known example for that right now is there's a wrestler that wrestles for our local organization, AEW, the 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 big rival to WWE right now. And uh, there's a guy who's the champion. His name is Kenny Omega. And he has a move called the One-Winged Angel. And it's like this thing where he puts you on his shoulder and he tucks your head and then he, like, he lifts you up and then he drops you on the back of your, like, on the back of your like, shoulder neck area. It's like a power, like this really cool looking power bomb. Yeah. Right. And like, it's all scripted, you know, uh, but like there's some moves people, some people hit their signature move and people will kick out of it. No one's kicked out of this. one. It's protected. Like basically once he hits the one winged angel, you know, that's it. Ding, ding, ding. One, two, three. Uh, and so, <clears throat> uh, like, there's there's just a lot of things that are protected. It used to be like certain uh, aspects of your gimmick, like your character, you know, like that. Uh, so it's like huge disrespect when people lift like your your gimmick. Yeah. So like and and so they did that like he, like some someone stealing a comics act like another yeah that, like, that's what he, that's what he felt he felt like it was it's like it was, wrestling hacks yeah that's what he felt like he felt like that the WWE particularly especially in, when they're ushered in the Attitude Era. That a lot of those guys, because a lot of the guys they were given like hardcore a gimmick to were were just brawlers or just like regular wrestlers. They yeah, weren't like yeah. they weren't like tough guys. Whereas, yeah, you know. And so he he always felt he always felt kind of disrespected by WWE. They didn't want to hire him, but they the, all the boy he all the boys in the locker room know who he is, want to work with him, and WWE didn't want to work with him. And then also there was a, a little talks about racism. 
there's been talks about racism in WWE yeah. for decades, for decades. You well, know? they would like mirror world events, and then just ha- they would have like Middle Eastern, like whoever we're at war with. Like it would be like yeah. when the Iraq War, they'd have like Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, it was just like Iraqi cartoon sim- versions of yeah, pl- like politics going. You know, yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. they. I feel like they probably behind the scenes. They yeah, probably get a little dicey. But they would they would do like <laughs> cartoony versions, whereas like when New Jack was in uh, Smoky Mountain, he was he was playing like a. An amped up version of that. Like you know? a gangster rapper. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like an actual gangster rapper. Yeah, yeah. He's like, fuck white people. Like, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of Tennessee, <laughs> you can't do that, you know, at that, at that time. But he didn't care, you know. <laughs> and so, like, he was the, he was like a good transitional point from Cafe when the steroid scandal, the Montreal Screwjob, the, the, the uh, curtain call, all that stuff like that. Uh, so he was like, he was revolutionary in like there's a lot of indie promotions that um like hardcore matches were going on with or without New Jack. But he was like the face of hardcore matches hardcore, for a yeah. lot of people. He was he was what people like he brought a lot of attention to those type of matches, uh, because there was some more extreme matches going on in the United States and especially in Japan. Uh Mick Foley was another guy. Uh Japan did Extreme hardcore. Oh my god! Oh Jesus Christ! They used to do um, hardcore barbed wire rope, uh, Japanese electric uh, uh, fucking bomb. Like basically, like the ropes were hard. The ropes were like flaming, fucking barbed wire. And then like certain parts of the ring, you landed on it, and like there was like a set explosion. You know, like fireworks <laughs> and shit. It was insane, dude. Wow. Yeah, it was I gotta insane. look some of that up. Yeah, there's yeah, and and Mick Foley was like in a lot of those. Okay, so like yeah, if you ever think of like hardcore wrestling, you think of like Mick Foley, Mick you think Foley, of Mick Jack, New Jack, uh, yeah. New Jack. Um, Terry Funk, Terry Funk was mm. another guy. He was a he was a uh, star of the '80s, and, and he rebranded himself as like a hardcore wrestler. And when he was like well past fifty, yeah, I remember him being like, Jeez. he has like old man strong body, yeah, but yeah. he's like getting all bloody and cut up and Fuck. shit, yeah, Ugh. but yeah, but New Jack was like well, a lot of people felt was the underappreciated face of that that you know he had the reputation he, he you know in and out of the ring amongst all the industry, but he received zero love because he didn't want to play by your rules, he yeah, wanted to play, yeah. You know, so I don't know. That's awesome, man. What a what an interesting guy. Yeah, and he just died. So yeah, he just he just passed away. R.I.P. So. New Jack. R.I.P. New Jack. But yeah, he was. Um, but he was he was uh, he was controversial in 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 in, in his practices. Um, luckily for him, none of those incidents turned into any real true crime. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case with every incident. Uh, so we're gonna get into later episodes. Uh, perhaps the next episode we're gonna get into some real grittier. Like New Jack was like, I think like a nice little appetizer into yeah. the shit that we're gonna get into. Because um, we're getting into like murders. Yeah, we're gonna get into murders. Um, it's getting dark. Some some more scandals. But yeah, we're like, uh, I think this was a good transition. Uh, but that uh, yeah, and I was a uh, New Jack. Uh, fucking. I, I mean, I'm trying to do the natural born killers like that little, that little, you know. But I'm, I clearly am a fucking idiot, and yeah. So I think that was a good little description. I mean, if you know, if you're listening and you know more about it, chime in, whatever. 
Yeah, um, chime in. Tell us what you think. Go yeah. go, uh, go on YouTube and search what? New Jack Highlights. New Jack Highlights. And, and then it. comment on our YouTube or Instagram page and YouTube, let us know. YouTube, Instagram, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, because you just know that you need therapy after seeing what he's done. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and also you'll 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 never uh, you'll never look at a testicle the same way after looking at his forehead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, fools, for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, and always remember, it's cool to be foolish. <laughs>